Hello and welcome to Building Brand You, the show where we help you to accelerate your success, getting you more clients, more revenue, more business and more opportunities by unlocking your greatest asset, you. My name is Kim Hamer and I'm an international business coach and serial entrepreneur. This podcast is designed for you to help you unlock what you already have and to give you a whole host of tools and techniques that can help you to accelerate your success by building your own brand you. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Building Brand You. This week marks an important anniversary for me. It will be the 18th anniversary of my arrival in London in the UK. You see, 18 years ago, on the 21st of January 2004, I arrived at Heathrow Airport. I had two big suitcases and a whole lot of tea chests stacked with my belongings in a ship coming across from Australia that would arrive some three months later. And as I walked out into the arrivals hall, I couldn't see anyone that I knew. I waited and eventually my ride did arrive. But it was one of those moments in life where I thought, good heavens, Kim, what have you done? In November 2003, I had been enjoying Melbourne in Australia with all it has to offer at that time of year. Melbourne's been my hometown since I was 10 years old. I'd done my secondary schooling there, I'd gone to university in Melbourne, and I'd really created my career there. My mum and my sister still lived there, and it was home for me. And while I'd travelled a little bit across the world, you know, I'd been to the UK, I'd been to Europe, I'd been to Egypt, I've been to lots of places. I had thought that maybe one day I might live somewhere else, but it had never occurred to me when or where that would be. I met a whole bunch of Irish men and women who were over in Australia for the Rugby World Cup. Now, the end result of the Rugby World Cup was not so great for the Australians. We got done in the final, for those of you who can remember it, by England. So you may well ask, what the hell was I doing crossing to the other side of the world to the nation that had defeated us? But over the week that I'd spent with all of these people enjoying the rugby, just having fun getting to know them, there was a point when one of them actually said to me, you know, you should come to the UK. You'd love it there. And several days and several people later, it started to hit home. Let me first say I ignored it. I thought, look, you know, this is all fun. I've had a couple of months off between jobs. I'm going to go back and get a job and sort of kickstart that career part of life again. But I just couldn't let it go. There was something so deep inside me that said, maybe I should. What if I went? I don't know whether you've ever experienced it, but it's that deep, deep feeling in the core of you that tells you, perhaps that tells you that perhaps this is what's next for you. And that all the planning or analysis in the world would not make a difference. So in November 2003, I decided to move 
to London. And I arrived in the third week of January 2004. So it was a quick move. For my family, it was probably a lot like ripping off a band-aid. One minute I was there and ensconced in every part of life, and the next I was on the other side of the world. But it wasn't just the speed at which this happened. When I got to the UK, I had a little bit of money, which I thought would probably tide me over until I found a job. But things being what they were then, the UK was a far more expensive place comparatively when you're working with Australian dollars. And it wasn't long before I was really up against it financially. My second challenge was that I couldn't get a job at the level of general manager or divisional director or even a marketing director that I had been holding for several years in Australia. The common theme was this, well, you haven't done it here. And that was tough to hear. It was humbling. So here I was thinking, how am I going to pay the rent? How am I going to pay the bills? So I started temping for agencies. It would be going in for two weeks and working with a company because their secretary or someone in reception had gone on holidays and they needed cover. It wasn't even definite contract work, but that was how I paid my bills when I first came to the UK. Many times my family said to me, you know, you can always come home. And I couldn't explain to them that this was something so deep inside me, something that said, this is what's next for you. This is where you're meant to be. I didn't know how it was going to look and I didn't know how on earth I was going to make it work. But I knew without a shadow of a doubt that if I didn't do this thing and take the leap, that every time in my life, when perhaps things weren't quite so good, I would look back at this moment and say, I should have, I should have done that. I should have taken the leap. And that is not the way I want to live my life. Some 14 years later, I had another defining moment, and that was to build the Kim-shaped box. And again, I can remember that clearly, that feeling in the pit of my stomach, that I'd been looking for this Kim-shaped box out there in a company, and I just couldn't find it. And the reason I couldn't find it was that it didn't exist. And so I thought, well, if you want a Kim-shaped box, you're going to have to build it yourself. It was the 20th of September, 2018. I can remember that moment so clearly. And again, that defining moment led me to pull myself off the job market and to set up Artemis Futures as my business, my Kim-shaped box on the 1st of January, 2019. It was another moment of ripping off that Band-Aid, but maybe it was more about ripping the Band-Aid off myself rather than for everybody else. Sometimes there are moments in building who you are, in building brand you, that you need to take a leap. Now, I would never suggest being irresponsible and doing it without consideration of the consequences. But sometimes all the planning in the world will not get you any closer. One of the things I'm most grateful for in this transition from corporate to entrepreneur is that taking the leap made me act. I had to work it out. I learned so much from just getting out there and doing and trying stuff. 
Instead of all the planning, it was when my back was at the wall and I'd say, okay, well, what can I try? What can I do? How will I survive, thrive and really become what I aspire to be and have the life I aspire to have? It continues to be a journey, but one of the things that moment taught me all those years ago when I made the decision to create a new life for myself on the other side of the world was that I am the author. I am the person who builds my life. I am the person who builds my brand. What have been those defining moments for you? Do you feel you've had a lot of them? Or can you pinpoint one or two that you've had so far in your life? Or do you feel completely lost, wondering what that must feel like to have that that feeling in the pit of your stomach? Maybe some of you have had that, but have not followed that gut feeling and perhaps are not quite sure why. I've been there. I think everybody has been there. But I can say that sometimes in that being lost is when that defining moment comes because that's when it was happening for me, when I was looking out into the world and actually despairing at what I couldn't find and struggling with what I could be and frustrated with being understood. That was when I took that defining moment and created my destiny. I took the leap and became an entrepreneur. And as I progressed, I understood what it took to be an entrepreneur, what the challenges were about being an entrepreneur versus having a comfortable salary. I also understood that there were lots of these things from my 28 years in corporate life that were valuable, that it wasn't about tipping the baby out with the bathwater as we hear so often when people make that transition from comfortable corporate to the roller coaster of entrepreneur. It was about saying, okay, let me get a handle on what it takes to do what I need to do now, what it takes to be my brand, to build my business and to build my reputation in this whole new sphere. How do I amplify the things I'm great at, the things I've spent 28 years doing, and how do I create that as the right proposition, as a viable business and as something that is a legacy I want to leave in the world? That's really how Building Brand You came about. It was about taking the core of who I was, all of the things I'd learned, all of the things I'd had, and saying, how do I reshape this? How do I not leave it all behind and literally start again? How do I take all of those things, all of those lessons I've learned in my work, in my personal life, in the choices I've made, from my family, from watching other people that I've been exposed to in my life. How do I take all of that and create my own Kim-shaped box? So you could say that this week's 18-year anniversary is actually the birthday of Building Brand You. Perhaps that moment on the 21st of January 2004, when I came out into the arrivals hall of Heathrow Airport with my two large suitcases and not a soul to greet me, Perhaps that was actually the birth of building brand you. What's been the birth of something for you? What are some of the big decision points in your life? And have there been patterns? 
Have there been some decisions that have been more important and more at your core than others? What leads you to do the things you do, to choose the actions to take, to choose the destinations that you want? Who do you want to become? How will you find those defining moments for yourself? And can you live with the messiness and the uncertainty while all of that emerges? For me, it's led me to create a life I love. So how will you take your moments and define your brand? How will you cultivate it, nourish it, grow it, and expand who you are and learn about what's right for you? And then how will you amplify that and bring that out into the world so that you can have the results you want and make the difference that you really long to make? These are questions we don't often ask ourselves. Yet this week, I'm inviting you to take a moment to think about all of these in the context of one simple question. What's the leap that you will take in bringing brand you to life? Thank you for listening to the Building Brand You podcast. I'm Kim Hamer, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts Connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And for all the latest news and tips, become a member of the brand new Building Brand New Facebook group. I help people to accelerate their success by unlocking their greatest asset. If you'd like to find out more, please book in for a free 20-minute coaching call at calendly.com forward slash Kim Hamer forward slash BBY chat. Accelerate your results by unlocking your greatest asset, you.